Father, we, we think particularly for Simon and uh, the people at Bundina, and even though it's a bit late now, Lord, we ask that um, the words that were spoken will really speak deeply into people's hearts and hearts will be moved. And we pray, Lord, for this place that you open up our mind and our ears to hear from you, not just my words, Lord God, but to hear from you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, it's spring. It's springtime. It's time for a spring clean. <laughs> and this is in line with what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, the vision for our future and moving from vision into action. Because in order to do something new, sometimes we have to stop doing something that we're doing now. Because too many times we just add things to our calendars and we get overcommitted or we don't do all the things very well. So it's a spring clean time, cleaning our lives out. Not just our cupboards, not our houses, not our curtains. Yes, I know you clean your curtains, don't you, Caleb? <laughs> it's an audit, a re-evaluation of how we spend our time. And it's asking God to direct us. Maybe to redirect us and to reinvigorate us to serve him in this place. If you think about your wardrobe, if you're like me, maybe you've got some clothes in the wardrobe that they still fit you, but you just don't wear them anymore. There's nothing wrong with them, they're not faded, they don't need mending, they haven't stretched. But you've just, I don't know, got a bit older and you just don't wear them anymore. It's time to throw them out. Or maybe it's not your wardrobe, maybe it's your toolbox. Maybe you've got lots of tools that you bought that you were going to do lots of exciting adventures with and you've never quite got around to it or you just don't do them anymore. You need to sort out your toolbox and keep the things that are useful for you now. Or maybe it's your bathroom cabinet. Maybe it's just accumulated a whole lot of lotions and potions and it's time to do a spring clean and sort out what you need. So. Just like we would spring clean our wardrobes or our toolboxes or our bathroom cabinet, we can do a spring clean of how we spend our time. So to begin with, let's think of having three boxes in front of us, a red box, a yellow box and a green box. And the red box is going to be things that we're going to put in there that we don't want to get out again. So you see this red box? It's got a top on it, a lid on it. This is something we want to put away for good. And these are things that are not really of value for us. They might be bad habits that we have or things that we're doing that are not really going to help us in our faith or help anyone else in their faith or be um, useful in the kingdom of God. So there can be lots of different things. They can be things we do or they can be attitudes we have. They can be areas of unforgiveness. I think for me, one of the things that I need to work on is my attitude to thinking about, you know, God still has a purpose and a plan for my life and, and I need an attitude of gratitude and looking for the new thing that God is going to do for me. So we can make a list of all the things that we do in our lives and ask God to help us to put those things that are not useful in the red box. Ask him to help us to give up those bad habits. The second box, the yellow box, it's open. And it's open because this is a box that you might put something in for a season and then you might get it out again for a different season. 
And these are things that are good for us, things that we might even enjoy, things that we might spend a fair amount of time on, but we need to ask God, is this where you want me to spend my time and energy? So it could be anything. It could be playing golf or going to the gym. It could be watching TV or playing video games. It could be spending time with friends or looking after grandkids. It could be anything. And these things are, are good things and they, they help us and they help other people and they, they make us happy and they're fun to do. So this box can be a little bit tricky to work out what needs to go in the box because these are not necessarily things that are going to harm us or harm anyone else. So it's not the nature of the thing that, that goes in this box. It's whether or not this is how God wants us to spend our time. We need to make a list of all these things that we're doing and ask God to show us, to prune some activities that maybe we're spending too much time on, to give us space to do something new that God wants us to do. Because God wants us to have life abundant. And he's the one who best knows how we can enter into that. And he's the one who can direct us and give us the right balance in life between these things we enjoy and the things that we need to do for him. So the yellow box. Let's just ask God, is this how you want me to spend time? So I would put, for example, my essays in this box. These are essays for college which I've committed to do and I, I want to get in on time and I need to program and have enough time to do them and that's all responsible. But when it comes to the day, I need to ask the Lord, is this what you want me to do today? Is there something else you need me to do? And just coming under that lordship. And then the third box is a green box. And it's also open. And it's a box of new opportunities. You don't put anything in this box. You get something out of this box. It's a box of presents. And it's a box of invitations. Invitations from God to do something new. We can get comfortable with what we know, with what we're doing, even in church and in our ministries and what we're doing in life. We can get comfortable. And that's just a part of human nature. But God has new things for us to experience, to be a part of. And it's an invitation so much of the story of the Bible is about God doing new things. I mean, right from the very beginning, God created the world completely new, out of nothing. A huge new beginning. And then if you think of Abraham, God asked Abraham to leave his family area and to go to a new place. And when Abraham sent out, he didn't know where he was going. But look at the blessing that Abraham has been to us because he was obedient. And then God called the Israelites out of Egypt to the promised land. And yes, they complained along the way, but they eventually made it. And then when they were settled in the promised land, God didn't leave it there. He still had new things that he wanted to teach them, to teach them how to be a community of God, how to be holy. And Jesus, he called his disciples to leave what they were doing and to follow him. And Peter, who answered that initial call, all through his walk with Jesus, Jesus was challenging him to do new things. And last week we heard about Cornelius and Peter. 
And God was telling Peter, look, the good news is not just for the Jews, it's also for the Gentiles. Gentiles. If we were gentle, that would be good too. And, and this was a new thing for Peter. So all the way along in Peter's life, it's not just following Jesus, it's then meeting the challenge that Jesus puts in front of us to do something new. Now let's ask ourselves, what is God calling you and me to do? Is there something new? Is there an invitation in that green box? Is he calling you to leave something behind in order to give you time to do something new? So we can begin by looking at what's available in the church, things that you're not involved in or doing now. The Sunday services, the prayer meeting on Monday morning, the small groups, cafe, men's and ladies fellowship, the meeting on spiritual disciplines on a Saturday afternoon. They're all things that we can join into now. But what about the need for fellowship and prayer? What about visiting those who are sick or in need? And what about reaching out to those people who don't know that Jesus is Lord? Now maybe you don't think you've got anything to contribute. Last week we heard about Desmond Tutu and the leader of World Vision and Compassion and uh, the visions that Cornelius and Peter had and maybe you think, well, I don't have visions and I'm not that sort of leader. But this is the beauty of God. We don't need to be young. We don't need to be smart. We don't need to go to Bible college. We don't even need to be healthy to serve the Lord. In fact, if he waited for us to be perfect, God wouldn't get anything done on this earth because he uses it as we are. So whatever state we are in, God can use us to minister to other people, to minister to his body, to minister to those who don't know him, just as we are. Or maybe you think you've contributed all your life to church and now it's time to have a rest. Or maybe you feel like you don't have enough energy to do anything new. Or maybe you feel like you're just too busy with work or study or family commitments and you don't have time to do anything new. And perhaps that is right for you. Perhaps that is a season that it is time for other commitments, it's time for a rest. But the thing is, it needs to be what God decides for us, not what I decide for myself. I need to make sure that what I'm doing is under the Lordship of Jesus. Because God is a God of new opportunities. And he invites us to join with him. And it's an invitation that we can always say no to. God is not pushy. He respects our wills. He respects our wills so much that he allows us to say no to eternal life. Which when you think about it, a lot of us don't even give our children that, that amount of freedom. But that's what God does because he respects us and he respects us to make a decision that is responding to his love. But he's not going to force us and he won't force us to do something new that we don't want to do. But when you look at people like Abraham and the Israelites and, and the disciples, they said yes. They said yes. And look at the blessings that have come out of them saying yes to God. And of course, we do need to be careful that we don't get carried away with just doing things, even doing things for Jesus. 
because we are human beings, we are not human doings. And our relationship with Jesus is the most important aspect of our walk with the Lord, not what we do. What we do comes second, and it flows out of our relationship with Jesus Christ. When God revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush, and Moses said, what's your name? God said, I am who I am. Now, God could have said, I do what I do, because he did, he's done everything. He made the world, he gave his son. If anyone could say, I do what I do, it would be God. But he didn't. He said, I am. And Jesus also said, I am. It's about being. It's not about what we do. So what, what we do needs to come out of obedience to God. And then it's different because our obedience is a response to his love and it's not notching up things that we've done for the Lord. Because doing things can lead us into competition. We can look around and, and we can see, well, I'm doing more than that other person and we can judge each other and we must never fall into that temptation because we are all answerable to God alone. And also doing things can make us feel worthy. It can become part of our identity. And that is a false idol that we don't want any part of because our identity needs to be in Jesus Christ alone. The spring clean is about laying everything out in front of God and saying, which boxes do you want me to put these things in? What goes in the red box? What goes in the yellow box? And what can I take out of the green box? I really believe that today this verse is for us. Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. And it says, Forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. When he starts off, forget the former things and do not dwell on the past, he's talking about the things that we've got used to, the glories, the way we used to do things. Forget those. They might have worked in the past, but I'm doing a new thing. And the things that haven't worked for us, the things that, the failures, the disappointments, forget those. I'm doing a new thing. And then he says, see, look, see, pay attention. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? That's a question to ask. Do I have ears, eyes, a heart to hear what Jesus is saying to me, the new thing that he wants to do in my life? Because he says, I am making a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. This is an abundance of God. There's a river in the desert, an abundance that we can drink from. I believe this is for us as a church and for us as individuals. And a few weeks ago, Simon talked about dry bones coming to life. And I think all of us have dry bones, parts of our lives that are not given over to God, that are not worthy of God's kingdom, they are not of eternal value. But God can breathe on us the Holy Spirit can breathe on us and do a new thing. Let's ask God to show us the new thing he wants us to do. It might be as simple as being faithful in attending church regularly 
or praying for someone regularly. It might be as simple as encouraging someone in their faith or having morning tea with someone new or simply joining one of the church activities. And maybe God is calling you to do something much, much bolder, something much bigger, something that is really needed for this place. And he's calling you to do it. And we as a church body, we need to hear that call that God has got on your life. We need to be obedient to Jesus. So if you hear God calling you to do something new for this place, then share it with somebody. We need support of one another. We need to be a place where we can share what God is saying to us. We need to respond to Jesus' call. A church that is ready to say yes, that is ready to perceive the new thing, that God is doing something new in the desert. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I just ask you to help us spring clean our lives, to bring everything that we do under your lordship. Help me, Lord God, to let go of the things that are not good for me, that are not healthy for me. Help me to prune back the things that I give too much time to. And help me to know the new thing that you want to do in my life, Lord. Inspire me, Lord God. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. And let me join in the invitation that you have to do a new thing. In Jesus' name, amen.